All right. Well, welcome to Wildly Tarot Podcast. Hi, Esther. Hi, Holly. <laughs> you just told me that you had a reptile update, and now I'm dying to hear okay. it. <laughs> well, one of my husband's reptile friends, he just had a huge clutch of boas, like different kinds of boas. Like a, Okay, I'm just guessing at these boa breed names <laughs> because I would just be by color, but then my husband would get angry because I don't remember this stuff. I really don't care. I would just does. call them like different size names, I think, so, like big hip. Big boa, little boa. Yeah, like smaller boa. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the guy, his clutch had like sun glow boas, which is like a yellowy orange kind. Oh, and pretty. then a ghost maybe kind of bow a ghost gray it's like very darkish kind of like slate gray and gunmetal gray so the yellow one is that the same one as the ones that britney spears danced with i thought i think that's like a banana i think those are like because it's more of like this more neon (laughs) that's my main boa frame of reference is whether or not britney spears (laughs) has interacted with with it it. (laughs) or was it it's either beyonce reference or britney spears reference Uh, yeah exactly (laughs) i'm not i don't have a lot of snake knowledge but anyway sorry Okay, so he had a huge clutch of like 34 and none were like, because I think boas come out like live. They're not like hatched. I think they're oh. like the only breed that I think that's it. Pythons. I don't know. I only pick up and then I just don't like retain that knowledge forever. So I apologize. <laughs> you nod, but you don't there. absorb any of it. You're like, yeah, that sounds Pre- great. They're so and pretty. Yeah, cool. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so, um, so he had 34 of them and he was so excited being a new dad. He gave one to my husband, and this oh my is not goodness. like this is not like a ten dollars snake. This is like yeah, four hundred dollars snake. Oh my god! And so he gave us pictures of like the kind he wanted to give us, and I picked one out. And then we found out that it was a boy, and I was like, "We have too many boys, Holman. We have too much masculine energy in my house. We need some feminine energy." <laughs> That's so true because today... you only have one girl snake. Yes, and yes. everything else. Everything is a else boy. is like boys. Well, we have new gecko alert. We have new geckos because oh yeah, one of the geckos is a girl. One of the geckos is a girl, but I really don't count them because geckos are geckos. This is not like snake energy. Anyway, so <laughs> um, so yes, I'm and also overrun I guess by using the term girl doesn't make a whole lot of sense for a reptile. <laughs> like they're just male and female. Male we and don't female, know. yeah. <laughs> Anything else about them? Yeah. So yes. Yeah. So I wrote him today, and I was like. Hi, you know, hi, there's just a lot of masculine energy. I didn't really say that. I was, <laughs> it was like, namja nemsena, which is like, there's lots of men smell in my house. And so, <laughs> so I was like, can I please have a girl snake? And so he's like, he said order received, which means that, of course, I'm, I'm able to get a girl snake now. So that's awesome. Yay! So we're Do you have, have a name a... picked out already? No, because we didn't know if we were getting a boy or girl. And then when we, we were kind of given the choice again, we decided on like, oh, yeah, I would like a girl. So now that we know it's a girl and female, I can start brainstorming names. With names. I always like the name like Purum in Korean means full moon. Oh, and yeah. so, and since it's a gray snake, I kind of like that. And oh, since girl, it's a that's name perfect. That I know, so yeah. I'm hoping. So I haven't run that by my husband yet, and he's listening. Well, right you get now, to so decide because he's asleep. So yeah. <laughs> decision made. You can tell him that I helped name the new snake. <laughs> Holly helped me name this new snake. <laughs> He'll be like, "Oh my goodness." Yeah. <laughs> 
what does she have to do with all these snakes? I know. (laughs) You're encouraging us from afar, so. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I don't know how you do it, though, because I can barely take care of myself and a dog, and dogs tell you what they need constantly. To our credit, the past, like, three reptiles have been given to us, so two of them are kind of, like. I'm talking about, like, feeding schedules, (laughs) not, like, taking care of, like, money everyone's on a different feeding schedule, and so it's literally like having triplets. Okay, did you feed this one? No. Uh, When did you feed them last? Um, Yesterday, maybe? So, yeah. How was your Mackie Mac? She's good. She's calmed down a tiny bit, but she is finding, like, random slips of paper from all over the place and just bringing them to me. So, I don't know where she's finding all this stuff. She's very active today. Yeah. (laughs) It's that full moon. It is. So shall we pick a card of the day? Yes, it's we shall. my turn. Oh yeah. So I'm using Druid Craft because I'm trying to decide if I want to uh, further trim the edges. Somebody in the oh. group took off all of the stonework except for the one between the picture and the title, and I really liked how it looked. And so mm-hmm. I'm thinking that I'm going to spend some more time modifying it further. Ooh. But I pulled the Nine of Pentacles for our card of the day. Oh, I love that card. I know. And I love this one, too, because the falcon has, like, blue wings and she's oh, wearing yes. blue. And it's just really, really pretty. Yeah. All right. So the Nine of Pentacles is kind of about, like, seeing the rewards from the work that you've put into it, uh, which I really like in this episode because we got more Patreon supporters this week. And yeah. we reached a secret shadow goal that we hadn't told anyone about. <laughs> Which is, if we got to a certain amount per month, uh, Nathan, my husband, is going to sit for a reading with me for the first time ever, 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 ever. That's going to be so exciting. Isn't that like the most Capricorn thing in the entire world? It's super Capricorny. <laughs> like, he is kind of a skeptic. He totally supports me doing tarot, all that stuff. But he's not. Ne- and I do readings for him without, like... Him, him being yeah. present, you know, yeah. like it'll, I mean, like he'll be in the room, like I'll be reading the energy for us or whatever, but mm-hmm. he's never let me do just like a devoted reading to him. And so mm-hmm. because he's like so excited <laughs> about the Patreon stuff and like, you know, our growth and everything, we get to do a reading for Nathan and that'll be on the Patreon. I think we'll probably record it this weekend. Ooh, fun, fun, fun. I can't I'm wait. So excited. I know. And also <laughs> so- speaking of like the, our, like the fruits of our labor, like we had like a new goal of listeners last week that we like shattered ceilings and stuff. And so I am just so thrilled and excited that we have new listeners yeah. to the podcast. And yeah, yay. Stick around, even yeah. when we're not talking about books. I know. Although, I think I'm that sure the books we will have talk been about going well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just listen to us and get deck envy. That's what we're here for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're just trying to influence you into buying things. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nobody has bought anything through our Amazon shop, so we're <laughs> still unsuccessful. <laughs> Successful influencers. But at least we now have a record of all the things we've talked about. Yeah, incessantly. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and you can find that at wildlytarot.com under Yay. shop our recommendations. <laughs> Yay. I love it. So for our first question of the episode, question from Morgan. I'm still really new to reading tarot and have found that it's easier for me to currently read major arcana only. 
How would one go about reading only Major Arcana? If I'm doing a reading and need more clarification, would I be able to pull a Major Arcana card again? Or would I need to use the Minor Arcana for that? Yeah, that's an interesting question. I know. Especially because just like so many of the things that we do, it's really kind of up to you. Yes. Um, But I really like, I've seen a lot of spreads more recently where you've kind of split the deck into three areas and then done the reading so that you can like have only majors for some sections and only court cards for other sections and stuff like that. And I think it's really neat to experiment with that. For me, I would say that if there's a clarification kind of needed, you would, it kind of depends on the clarification. If you're kind of just going for like a motivation or something like that, I would probably start with minor arcana because usually minors are a bit more nuanced with like getting down to the nitty gritty of like motivations and there's more like wiggle room for that. Well, a major arcana, you know, you would get just like a big, bold, like slap in the face. (laughs) True. With any sort of like motivation. And that may be just too much kind of in a reading. But it's kind of like what you're doing in the moment, I think, too. Just kind of what you're feeling like, you know, if you've already split your deck. But if you have a major arcana deck only, you can only kind of use major arcanas if you want to continue. So Yeah. And it's pretty easy. Like I just, between starting this question and when I started talking, separated out the major arcanas. It doesn't take a ton of time. Mm-mm. So if you wanted to, and also I think that like the main crux of that issue is comfort level with definitions. And so if you feel like you're way more able to open up to your intuition rather than feeling sort of like you need to be checking definitions, if you're only using the major arcana, then that's totally fine. And in some traditions, I think we've talked about this before, but like in Terra de Marseille, there's a lot of traditions within that where you only use major arcana anyway. Right. So it's completely like historical to do that it's not like you're like kind of being ahistorical or doing it wrong so i think it's a great idea just kind of whatever (laughs) floats your boat sorry to kind of be so you know yeah exactly but then i think you're right about using the minors for clarification probably being like i feel like using a major for clarification might make it even more confusing yes all these gigantic concepts so using a minor might help you narrow down a little bit which would be nice because if it's like a decision you're making and you pull like the tower, like, oh, what's this? this you know, is it the good decision or bad decision? And it's like the tower is like, wait, is if like I'm thinking of a decision right now, is it with the tower there? Is that like the result of my decision? Yeah. Or if you got the tower for something and you're like, I need clarification and you pull the lovers, you're like, oh, my God, am I supposed to break up with my partner? You know, there's just yeah. so much more room for like, oh, shoot, I got the tower and now I got the magician. Does that mean that I need to like light something on fire? You know? <laughs> Yeah. Which is always my reaction to almost anything is lighting stuff on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just think with like major arcana, it's just better to mentally have like definite positions in a spread because that helps keep things super clear where you're not like all over the place and kind of spiraling out of control because of these big concepts and ideas. So that's just my personal flair on it. I would probably, if I decide to split the deck and do a reading like that, I would probably draw a minor for like those more motivational sort of things. So Yeah, I agree with you. That makes a lot of sense. But I do think since we're going to do a spread in like right now, Hey, hey, do we want to do a majors only spread for our summer solstice spread? Yeah, if you want to, we can. I will grab my, um, what is it? Heritage deck. Nope. Lisa Frank deck. I almost, oh, I keep yeah. wanting to call it my Hello Kitty deck, but it's not Hello Kitty. I but it has cats that that's on it. major arcana only. Yeah. Just, just a moment. Let me grab it from under my desk. I okay. like springing things on you mid-recording. <laughs> 
All right, cool. So I guess instead of doing a second question, we haven't done a spread on the podcast since we did our Yule spread for the winter solstice. So Wait, I thought it would be fun. I thought we did. We made a spread, but I don't oh, think that we that's did right, one right, right. okay. created spread. Okay, we made sorry. that spread um, in between. But we're going to do a summer solstice spread because for those of us in the northern hemisphere, tomorrow when this podcast is airing on Friday, um, actually, it's going to be the summer solstice, which is how mm-hmm. we refer to it. Some people call it Litha or Litha. Uh, but that's more of like a Wiccan tradition. And I just say solstice because I like talking about it so much that I want my non-witchy friends to understand. I think that everyone kind of gets the solstice. Yeah. In Korean, it's called haji. Oh, that's yeah. pretty. Yeah. The summer solstice is about, it's the official start of summer, but it's also like about light and fire, um, welcoming the sun, kind of like being grateful for the sun, celebrating with friends and light and, a you know, a welcoming abundance and all of this stuff. So usually like uh, bonfires and flower crowns and eating produce out of your garden are all sorts of like themes of the summer solstice. Last year I had jury duty on the summer solstice. I was already planning a party with some of my friends where we sat outside. There were a ton of candles. Like the table was covered with candles and flowers mm. and we grilled vegetables and drank wine and celebrated. But I had jury duty that day and I wore my flower crown to jury duty. I love that. <laughs> I think you sent us a picture as you were walking into the courthouse and I yeah, just died. I was like, like, well, we'll it was see. adorable. They ended up dismissing us because the case settled, so I didn't even need to like go in front of a judge wearing my flower crown, but I was willing to because, first of all, that is hilarious to me, and mm-hmm. second of all, I was hoping that they might let me go, go. <laughs> so I could go do summer solstice things. Yeah. I mean, I am all about, like, you know, my civic duty of being on a jury, but on the solstice, I just wanted to do celebratory but things. But I feel like you had already been called, like, three times that year for stuff. Yeah. So. Since I work for the state, I get called for jury duty a lot like very very regularly at least every other year if not every year so I was like I've done my duty but anyway so I I mean that's not why I was dismissed but I do think that it's a really fun thing to do and what I did was I just went to a flower wholesaler but you could just get grocery store flowers even or just like leaves and not leaves like branches and stuff from your garden or from the park or whatever and then I used floral wire and I just wrapped them all together and so me and all of our friends all were wearing flower crowns and like sitting around with like candles everywhere instead of a bonfire. And it's just, it's about that celebration more so than about like doing a solitary ritual. While there are like holidays where a solitary ritual is kind of what you might want to do for the summer solstice. It's just way more about celebration to me. So I loved it. But anyway, we thought that it would be fun to do a summer solstice spread. And we actually found a great one from our friend and listener, Boudreau Witchcraft. So thank you so much for writing this. It's a really cool one. It's all themed about fire. (laughs) Yes, of course. And we love fire. We love fire. And uh, I think it'll be interesting to do Major Arcana only because this, the way that we saw the Yule spread and I think the way we see the Litha spread too is to be about kind of like the podcast itself rather than either of us individually. So with Majors only, I think that'll be kind of wild. I know. (laughs) Okay. Don't worry. It'll be fine. I'm not worried. There's like an element of vulnerability with reading about the podcast on the podcast. Live on the podcast. (laughs) Yes. 
Because I do a test. I listened to one podcast. It was like a couple of years ago, and they did a live reading, and the reading did not so go so well for the podcast, and they stopped doing episodes after that really? reading. Really? So, yes, yes. But I feel like I not that there has to be something else going on. Like, for us, it's I was like... going on before yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. Like, we're fine. But as they were going... <laughs> as this person was going through the Celtic Cross, it was very evident that this was, podcast no, was not oh, a good idea no. to continue. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, whoo... Ooh, yeah. but it, in the moment they didn't realize it that was a thing and they were explaining it away and i was like this even though i'm not a celtic cross reader this is not a good thing in my opinion but of course this was like this is probably i think a podcast from like 2015 or something like it's been long oh stopped, my god so. that is so wild i don't feel though. guilty for mentioning no definitely it, yeah. not so yes hence my apprehension <laughs> at doing this <laughs> we're okay though we don't have any hidden simmering tensions as far as i know <laughs> Thank you. I and you know that i would tell you if we did because that's like one of my biggest your flaws is like not being able to well as the, as the crab i want to know so yeah exactly <laughs> all right so we're gonna start with this and again thank you so much voodoo witchcraft when we post our like uh episode announcement on instagram we'll also post an image of the spread that you can swipe to so that you can see what it looks like yeah and i will link it in the show notes oh, as well you so you're so smart <laughs> i try so okay. the first one is core. What's driving us? Do you want to pull for that? Do you want to start or do you want me to start? Five, six, seven. I can still do seven counts with the major arcana. <laughs> Two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> okay. Uh, I can do core. I'll go. What's, what is driving us the core? Temperance. <laughs> <laughs> we have double chance for That's temperance. True. How dare you, Ollie? How dare you? Uh, okay. The next one is fuel. What's feeding it? And I got temperance too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got both of the temperances out. <laughs> but since I'm using Druidcraft, the te- like we talked about in the Druidcraft episode, oh, that's right. it's more about alchemistry and creating yes. like something from nothing rather than just balance. And with Temperance from my Lisa Frank deck, it is a hummingbird in mid-flight balancing the cups in midair. Oh, see, I like that. That gives some more nuance. We're trying. (laughs) The core of what's driving us is liking to do a lot of things and keeping a lot of balls in the (laughs) air. And then what's feeding it is the desire to create. Oh, see, we're good at this. But now we have both Temperance out. I almost shuffled it back in. No, Holly, leave it. (laughs) No, I'm I'm keeping it out. (laughs) And the energy, how it is feeding us. So how is temperance feeding us? The hermit. Oh. Interesting. Interesting. How it's feeding us is the hermit. It doesn't feel very hermity to be doing this. No. But also, if we're talking about te- the, the meaning of the temperance card that I pulled being kind of about creation and alchemistry, alchemistry? I don't know. Then how it's feeding us, the energy would be that we're sort of like striking out on our own. Like we've sort yeah. of like you and I are went off on our own creating this thing together. Yeah. And we're breaking down walls in different ways. Yeah. All right. And then the heat, how it's manifesting. We got the high priestess. I do think that this is making us sort of like stretch our boundaries with the more spiritual side of tarot because we, I I think we both just kind of like made leaps and bounds from being like, it's just about your subconscious. It's just, you know, whatever to seeing it more as like actual meaning that is being given to us rather than just we're drawing out of ourselves. Mm -hmm. I mean, I still think there's part of that too, but we have had a lot of introspection and like development. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And internal yeah. growth and stuff. Yeah, definitely. And then light what it's illuminating <laughs> the devil and the devil. The Lisa Frank 
Devil is, is my favorite because it's the banana oh. Lisa Frank. And oh my she has god, a fancy has, leopard outfit. It's like the most amazing devil. How, what it's illuminating, I think it's definitely illuminating like chains, especially like stuff that I've gone through like this past year of like letting go of, especially yeah. like ancestral yeah. stuff and family stuff. It's definitely like illuminating those sorts of things in my own practice in my own life. And so at least for me, it's kind of illuminating that aspect of, um, uh, and also us being really vulnerable on the podcast too. I think it's illuminating yeah. like our vulnerability in certain areas. Sorry, the strength so. card just completely flew out of my deck. Flew um, out. Aww. Which I like in that illuminating the devil and str- well, because I think that like for both of us, yeah, this might be like some Leo stuff for you, but I don't know what it is for me. Maybe the Capricorn moon and rising, but like, I like wrecking or just that we're millennials. It could be any of those things. Um, I kind of, I like, (laughs) I like recognition and this and for better, for worse doing this and having people like, you know, be like, Oh my gosh, it means so much to us is bringing out some of that. Like, Oh my, it's so cool to be recognized for all the hard work we're putting into this. But then shadow side is like, why, you know, why does that matter? Like, can't right. you just be like, you know, why do you care mm-hmm. about recognition? And so I feel like that comes up for me a lot. Like, why do I, why do I like having people look at this as something that means something to them? Is that like a flaw of mine? So I almost feel like strength popping out is like, no, it's okay Mm -hmm. to get recognition for hard work and to get like accolades or whatever. And so in some ways, I think maybe especially because we're reviewing the She-Wolf and the devil card in the She-Wolf is so much about like, superficiality i worry that the devil is you know Mm -hmm. having people like the podcast is bringing up some superficiality for me but i think since i'm so aware of it it isn't but i do like the strength coming up with that too because it adds some nuance to that yeah i do too it is just to kind of like speak to you to a moment to a moment what for a moment (laughs) i feel like you have surrounded yourself with enough people in your life who would tell you if you're being egotistical about it or if you're getting too much of a big head or if you were doing this for the wrong reasons or the motivations became little more toxic i feel like the people you have around you are very honest with you that's true and so i don't not that i'm not saying like don't be aware of that but don't like beat yourself up or be guilty like feel guilty for feeling proud of something that we've created because i think with the magician like power and manifesting energy that we've put into this podcast yeah like it's good to be proud of what we've done and accomplished with like our what we've kind of planned so i wonder if it's like something about sort of the spiritual like community where like everyone has to act like they're not hustling like everyone has to act like they're just about you know everyone who needs to be on this journey with me is on this journey with me and like i don't need anything from any of these whatever xyz's and i feel like maybe the spiritual community community kind of like encourages that like it's more pure Mm -hmm. if you don't get anything out of all your hard work right or something so maybe that also has something to do with it yeah because that that's like a very like when i grew up with like in this christian mindset like if you get accolades here on earth you won't get anything in heaven was basically like a scripture bible verse and so i that's why i'm like you know we've worked our butt off for this podcast yeah. You know, why shouldn't we be proud of our baby, basically? Yeah, Because totally. <laughs> we have no children. So, you know. <laughs> just, just. And we both drew six of wands for this episode. So That's true. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I think that, like, we we have a lot to celebrate right now. And we just, yeah. like, I just shipped off all of our first batch of decks. And so, like, I think that that's making me feel more like, man, once that's out in the world, people are going to post about it. And I'm going to feel super proud. And it, does that, like 
take away from the pureness of the podcast if now we have like a product, like a tangible product that's in people's hands. And I know it doesn't. I can like get (laughs) to that point. But for some reason, my gut reaction is so not loving towards myself about it yeah, and I think it's that's that really odd stuff. for you I know I don't know what it yeah, is yeah I think so because you're you're usually like the most you know you've worked really hard to love yourself yeah. so much and to like go against those negative messages but for some reason this negative message is kind of like I think it's on. because I've never been somebody who produces a product like my uh, job yeah. isn't producing a product I mean it's like helping people and like so much of right. my everything has been about just like for the like I think with any well sorry this is like such a huge tangent for me but I it, I think it affects That's people fine. a lot especially if they're in like a caregiving industry like education where like we all get so bought into the mission statement of mm. helping people grow helping people learn and so then we are underpaid but we don't mind as much because we know we're doing it for the greater good or whatever and I feel like when you have all of your professional jobs have been that way. Like, you know, mm-hmm. well, I'm never going to get paid my worth, but I'm helping people every day or I'm like doing <clears throat> X, Y, and Z. When you start doing something that is like, I don't know, it's, it's stuff that I need to work through. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's some good She-Wolf um, working through oh, stuff. Oh yeah, She-Wolf does, does call me you out like on is. that yeah. sort of thing. That is for sure. Yeah. Anyway. She does call Oh you my out. God, why am I sweating? <laughs> <laughs> I got too vulnerable, Esther. <laughs> you, I told you that to me is what the you know, fear the is. Okay. Us being vulnerable. So, what did you do? How it's manifesting? <laughs> I did light. What's it's illuminating? Okay. And we got strength and the devil for it's okay. illuminating. Oh God! See, that's the problem with doing majors only is that everything just feels so it's so, so heavy, impactful. Wow, maybe yeah. this is a horrible idea. Uh, <laughs> I can't, so We're gonna cut this whole segment. Shadow, what is hiding? <laughs> I'm gonna get the devil. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, hold on. Let me center myself really quickly because I, like, literally am feeling kind of verklempt. Okay, what it's hiding. Death. And I got death, like, three times today, legit. (laughs) So maybe that's what it's pointing to. Yeah, I don't even know how to really... What's driving it is creating all this new stuff. What it's hiding would be, like, us transforming we'll pull a clarifier oh that's a good idea should i pull a minor clarifier or a major clarifier what do you feel like i'm gonna do a minor okay we need to not be so intense right now i know let's bring it down a little bit what are we gonna do to fix this <laughs> <laughs> it's not your fault Bujo witchcraft it's ours for no doing majors only <laughs> she screams thinking? into the void <laughs> yeah exactly and then i just got the six of swords so i think it Six of Swords as the clarifier for death, I think is like trans. Maybe that's the leadership thing. Like maybe it's like all of this is the shadow side of it. We have created a situation in which we are like, look at this Six of Swords. Like that is. Oh, Six of Wands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Sorry. (laughs) It's okay. You were translating as Six of Wands. You just said Six of Swords. Yeah. I even saw it like three times and kept saying swords. Um. I am off my game, but we've created the situation. We've sort of like, um, like made it so that in some ways we are leaders. Yeah. Like we discussed last week. That's what we're kind of referring back to is last week with our, um, discussion about our signifier cards and how we are kind of 
king of blah blah blah, like king of pentacles, yeah. queen of pentacles, and leadership roles and how we kind of do that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of referring back to that right. really quick. So yeah, that totally. And also because we from. have this like big group of wildlings and we like yeah. you know, in that way we are kind of leaders. It just feels again weird talking about it but anyway so the six of wands like the leader i think that like what it's hiding the transformation into us actually being kind of leaders in a certain area is yeah. something that's that we're not we're both uncomfortable yeah exactly completely... if you can't tell by how yeah. hard it is for me to like complete that sentence like we're both like <laughs> yeah huh, don't trust us we're just giant idiots who have microphones what the <laughs> hell have no idea how much editing goes in this podcast every week <laughs> not that much <laughs> I, know, I mean, not you do it really. You work really hard, but it's not like we're. No, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like no. It's, it's like, not like a ton of cutting. But yeah, I think that like I think that we're sort of transforming into some sort of semblance of leaders, and that's maybe something that we're not showing as much to ourselves. Right. We haven't. I, for me, I, it's something that I don't feel like I've bloomed into yet. I just feel like we're all buddies in the group talking about. That's Tara, how I feel which... about it, too. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then people will be like, oh, my God, thanks for responding. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, this, it's, it's the posts in the group. Sure. That's what's supposed to do. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we love you. I know, we super we're, love we it. Feel inept. <laughs> yeah. We just don't think that we're like worthy of, you know, people looking to us. And then when you say that out loud, it makes you sound like such a fucking like disingenuous a, asshole. Yes. Like we I, really do mean it. We're not saying that for do. rhetorical effect. <laughs> like for reals, you should, you should see our messages behind the scenes yeah. about stuff. It's ridiculous. We're ridiculous. Yeah. So we're trying. So really thank hard. you for trusting with us. Yeah. You know, trusting yourselves with us. We appreciate that. Yeah, seriously. All right. So you need to pull for how to recognize its excess. And then because I'm me, Maybe we should also pull a card for moving forward, moving forward with season. strength. Yeah. Thank moving you. forward through the summer. <laughs> Three, four, five. Okay. And I think it's really funny. This is question seven and I have to draw seven. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a problem with working with majors. You only get so many cards. You have to like little shuffle them. <laughs> tiny, two, tiny four, seven. Five, six, I seven, shuffled them all five. back in. So burn how to recognize its excess is the hanged man. So I think putting stuff off until the last minute, probably because <laughs> I'm really, really bad at that. But I just pulled the nine of cups and the four of pentacles for how to move forward, which is hilarious because the nine of cups is like kind of about <laughs> showing off. Smug. Yeah. Like showing off and being really proud of it. And He's the four like, of to me, cups it's like the ta-da card. I'm yeah. Like, That's how he's sitting is ta-da. I mean, maybe we need to just like admit that, like we just just need to own it. Like I feel like need to own it. But again, it yeah. all goes back to that idea that like in the spiritual community, you're doing this all for like altruistic, like not self oriented reasons. And so the minute that you start like distinguishing yourself, it's like, oh no, what have I done wrong? Yeah, I'm not as they're true like, of a they're person. They're selfish bitches. They're only doing it for themselves and not for the the spiritual community of the communityness. <laughs> Say community more community all right well we're done with that (laughs) thank you i think it went okay yeah thank you yeah i think it went okay so the podcast is not gonna fail that's what yeah uh, that's the big bonus anything we're like again kind of like leveling up in some ways and we just need to be cool with that yes we're into a new season the solstice is ushering in new like leadershipness within our lack of leadership feelings. Yeah. And so we need to kind of just step into it and own it like the, the Queens we are. Yeah. And just somehow pull it from somewhere. Yeah. And not our butts. That's going to be something that you and I should work on, not on the podcast together. Yeah. Maybe we'll yeah. set up a second <laughs> FaceTime next week. 
<laughs> yes, I think so. Probably. It's going to be necessary. Yeah, exactly. All right. So now we're going to pull for our Patreon supporters. Like we already talked Woo-hoo. about, um, we are aiming to, well, we already did it. We got to the point where Nathan will let me like read to, for Like him. today, two, like with the last person on this list. Yeah, exactly. They put us over the top. Exactly. Literally. We're so proud. Um, but I also, know. it's just such a nice way to be reminded that people... I mean, that's the thing. I think that that's the real thing, is that now that we have people who are actually using their hard-earned dollars to support us, it feels like we're less deserving of it. And that's yeah. our own shit that we need to work through. Because we fucking love all of you wildlings, whether you're Patreon supporters or not. We think you're all really cool. Like, yes. really, yes. really, really cool. And we especially appreciate the support because it does take, I mean, this is like basically a part-time job, the amount of work we put into it. So it's really nice to have people sort of recognize us. Yeah, and and supporting us that way. And we love giving back in our stuff. Yeah, it's really fun to do this. And it's really fun interacting with all of you and kind of like being part of a community. But Meg, I pulled the seven of wands for you. Or maybe that's for me feeling defensive. Meg, I'm going to pull another card for you. That seems very me oriented. (laughs) (laughs) all right meg you got the high priest which is the higher font and since i'm using druidcraft it's the metal higher font yeah (laughs) okay sick guitar solo (laughs) in your car while you're alone okay and louise your card is the three of pentacles nice kelly erica your card is the Prince of Wands. So that's the Knight of Wands in this deck. And Logan, your card is the Page of Cups. Oh, and I love Everyday Witch. It has like an artist. And I know that, that they are working right now on a tarot deck. Oh my so God, really? Like totally. Yes. So Logan yes, yes, yes. is Cards Made Mirrors on Mirror? Mirrors? In- yeah, mirror, Mirrors. I mirrors. think it's plural. On Instagram. And he's been with us since the very start. I didn't realize yeah. he was on a deck. That's awesome. Yeah, it's like a very natural deck. Cool. And I've seen, they have like a, inst- I'll share it with you after the podcast. Yeah. I need to be more, <laughs> like pay more close attention to who's posting what on Instagram. <laughs> All right, Jenny, your card is the Princess of Wands. So that is the Page of Wands. Oh, my gosh. And for Queen Tina, your card is the Ten of Pentacles, which is so fitting for your mom. Oh, Tina. Oh, I love it. Queen Tina. Queen Tina getting the Ten of Pentacles. She should really start doing tarot for herself because she gets the best spreads. She's just a magical lady. All right. And then last but not least, Emma, your card is the Ten of Swords, sweetie. Oh, my goodness. Emma. Well, it's all uphill from here. <laughs> Good luck. And we love you. <laughs> we do. And if you would like to support us on Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash podcast. <laughs> okay, it's time for our deck of the week. We forgot to announce it last week, so surprise, we're talking about She-Wolf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whoops. We stopped recording, and then uh, like two hours later, I texted Esther and was like, we didn't tell people what we're doing this week, did we? <laughs> I was just like, it's fine. No one's, it's, it's fine. And then Cards Made Mirror was like, hey, what's your deck next week? And you're like, oh no. It's like, damn it. No one else would recognize it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so we're talking about She-Wolf Tarot by Devaney Wolf of Serpentfire. This is their second deck. We both own the third edition, which is on back order until August. But you can order through their website and a couple of stockists have it too. Yeah. So you can find, if you Google it, you can still find it available. I think it's on places. Everyday Magic. I, I think, think so. Still. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this deck is a prime example of FOMOT. FOMOT. Fear of missing out on tarot. Yes. 
When the creator posted about it being down to the last few decks while I was sleeping, Holly ordered it for me so that I wouldn't miss it due to time zone differences <laughs> we deal with. I was like, by the way, Esther, I ordered you. She's like, yeah. I bought it for you. It's coming to my house. I ordered She-Wolf for you. I hope you were excited about it. <laughs> It was a quick decision on her part, and here's the description of the deck from the website SerpentFireShop.ca, which is Serpentfire's main website. The second tarot deck by artist and writer Devaney Wolf, She-Wolf Tarot takes you further along your spiritual quest into self-understanding and connecting with your higher purpose. The themes of goddess power, ancient Egypt, and vintage desert imagery all work in dynamic flow that is clean, concise, and impactful. This deck features a dozen of women and men who elected to become part of this project to embody the archetypes with their own flavor of interpretation. The result is a diverse body of work celebrating the divine feminine. I feel like body of work was a pun. (laughs) Just saying. You're probably right. Bodies of work. (laughs) Instead of borders, each suit has its own subtle muted color as a base to each card. I didn't notice that. How have I not noticed that? I've used this deck so many times. I've not noticed that. Maybe it's just so muted. I don't. So subtle. Possibly colorblind. (laughs) It's so subtle. The artwork is built in layers on top of this base, lending itself to the surrealism that Serpent Fire has become well known for, but in a fresh new way. The symbols and meanings are easy to glean, but for those who want to dive deep into the world of terror, there is an accompanying 200-page guidebook with features such as card meetings, light and shadow interpretations, artwork descriptions, and mantras. A glossary of important terms, reading spreads, and much more. Both the deck and the guidebook come in a two-piece box with She-Wolf title. The cards are edged in a beautiful, rich rose gold. It is so... Which I didn't know until I had it in my hands. so much. (laughs) It's like my favorite. I love rose gold. Like, rose gold anything, I'm like, give it to me. I'm the crow. Same. And so, yeah. I know. I'm like a sponge for rose gold. (laughs) It's ridiculous. I love it. I love it. So yes, your odyssey awaits when you buy this deck. Your odyssey awaits. Let's start with our general impressions and vibes. I'm so excited to talk about this deck. I'm glad you're excited to talk about this deck because I feel like I'm excited too, but not on the same level as you are. So well, it's it's not even like this deck is like super nice to me or something. It's actually incredibly straightforward. With you, it's very blunt. (laughs) Extremely blunt. But let's hear your general impressions and vibes to start. Um, well, I did not realize all of the different suits were different colors. How did I? I'm just like astonished that I missed that somehow. So the major arcanas are a light purple. Light purple. Okay. Oh, I see. Oh, I see them now. Hey, the, I'm looking at it. I'm well, actually, at the, the, the major, the major arcanas, arcanas are, like are more pink. like a pink. Yeah. The cups are a little bit Purple-y. more purple. Okay. I see it. Now. The swords are green, and the wands the are, wands are light blue. Okay. And pentacles are like, and a peach. the pentacles are like tan. Yeah. I see it now. It's very she subtle. Me, it's super it. subtle. <laughs> but yes, I love this deck. I wish this deck loved me more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the cool girl deck. It's too cool for us. Um, So I, the general impression of this deck, I think it's like a very sort of like feminist deck. I wish there was a little bit more body diversity. I know that they kind of say that there is, but I'm like, if she counts as your plus size person. Yeah, they have like pregnant <laughs> bellies in here, but that's really the only d- diversity beyond a size four. So. But they're all, it's like, okay, so if you've never seen this deck, you should definitely look it up because it is visually arresting how much like naked women like doing things they're They're just like standing there or walking or pointing at things there is nipple diversity i did notice yeah there's plenty of and also breast size like size and shape but it just like as somebody who's fat i would i would like it if there was like at least a fat person in it but i get it it's fine yeah (laughs) 
So, yeah. So, a very cool deck in a, like, woo-woo way. There we go. Yeah. And this is one of the, like, normally I take the little white books out of the boxes or whatever booklet comes with it, and I just put them in a separate, like, basket, basically, because I don't utilize them that often. But one of the things that I really love that she did was incorporate so much information about her artistic choices into the descriptions, which is cool, especially, like, once you've had, I don't think that this is a good beginner deck at all. No, no, no. But I think that once you have kind of a grasp of general meanings, you start really looking for artist choices in books. You want to know, like, what made you choose this? And so that in that way, this is really exciting because for so many, I mean, she's changed a lot of the names of some of the cards, but even for the ones that have the same names, it's really cool to kind of see why she chose things she chose. Yeah. And there's lots lots of snake positivity here. Like the snakes just (laughs) aren't in the devil card. I don't even know if there's snakes in the devil card. Yeah. There's no snakes in the devil card. So, hey, we're already, like, really good, you know, here. Sorry. Yeah, that's you true. Know, spoiler alert. One of my favorite cards is the devil. So, you know. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I like that a lot of this. The desert imagery is really beautiful. As someone who's never really been to a desert, I like desert colors. The colors are gorgeous. Like, yeah. And stuff like that. So, I think it's just, like, a very visually stunning deck that's definitely not for beginners because even sometimes I will pull a card and it's so abstract and, like, woo-woo that I'm like, what is this? What, what? is the meaning yeah. that they're trying and to so evoke? And so the other thing is that, like, because of the renaming, so there's two additional major Arcana cards that are Saturn and Mercury, and then she's renamed some stuff. So I think that that's part of it, too. Yeah. And some of them are really easy to grasp, and some of them are less easy to grasp. Like, the Emperor is Divine Masculine, and the Empress is Divine which Feminine, I which I really like. Yeah. I think that that helps with looking at the emperor in a like less toxic way to just think about it as like a component is it actually david bowie because i feel like that's a copyright no but he looks a lot like david bowie because i feel like there'd be like copyright family issues with david bowie but it looks but it may be just like a guy who like his facial structure is a lot like david bowie very similar yeah yeah, totally so the magician is uh just magus magus oh yeah magus 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 sounds isn't it weird like since we read so much, but don't like some words, just, I just can't yeah. come up with how they could Vocally possibly be how. pronounced. Yeah. Um, what else did she change? Cosmic Union, I think, was the Lovers. The Will of Mars uh, was the Tower. No, Lovers is Lovers. Oh, cosmic Union. Lust was Strength. Lust is Strength, which I really like. Yes. I think that that's kind of cool because the idea of like having a lust for something, right. making you better yeah. at it is really neat. Uh, I think Cosmic Union might be the world. Maybe. The Wheel of Fortune is just the wheel. Uh, the Hanged Man is the Hanged Being. Which I loved, yeah. Yeah. Temperance remains the same. <laughs> Our baby. Oh, uh, the Tower becomes the Will of Mars, yeah, which I really, really like. And I think that that's one of the things is that the addition of Saturn and Mercury and then having the Tower be the Will of Mars, it adds kind yeah. of like some more yes. astrological connotations yeah. to it. And since Mars is kind of about that, like, you know, warlike, combative stuff, the will of Mars being something kind of, like, abruptly and violently changing right. is kind of neat. Aeon is judgment. And I think justice yeah. is balance. Yeah, justice is balance. And cosmic union is, is the, the world. world. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So there's a couple of but, card yeah. name changes, but I don't hate them. No, not at all. But it does mean that if you're, like, looking at it. So I <clears> did a reading for a coworker. Uh, with this and it was her first tarot reading from anyone ever but she's like a really cool girl like I was like she's gonna 
totally dig this deck. Like, she's super cool. And uh, she did really like it. And she bought it like oh, that wow. day. And I was like, eh, maybe try something else first. But she she really liked the diversity in women. Yes. Like, she's a black woman. And she, in one of the cards, she actually said, like, oh, my God, that one looks just, that woman looks just like wow, me. Yeah. And I thought that that was really cool because she connected with it so immediately because of that diversity. So me being like, there's no fat women. I'm like, whatever. It'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. <laughs> but having a black woman be like, oh, but there are black women yeah. in this and that's rad. That made me really, really happy and kind of like appreciative of it because Frankie loved it so much that she bought it, even though she'd never read Tara before. But I do worry a little bit for her because I'm like, good luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But you, as long as you have the yeah, book, you have the book okay. and the book is really like it's 200 pages packed full. Like usually if, when I read with yeah. this deck, I will also take the book with me just in case, because some of the shadow meanings are really interesting because even though I don't read reversal, sometimes the shadow kind of pops up. So it's really interesting to, in the perspective in the book is really, really, it like speaks to me in a, in a different way than many other tarot decks. Like it's not just a little yeah. white book. So I really am attached to the book itself. So the book is kind totally. of a little bit. And I think now. that kind of leads to what kind of readings we use this for because i know for me when i got it she like includes a card from a previous edition oh yes in with it which i've been doing with our decks that we've been sending out to people too just like including a tarot card or a oracle card with a shipment is a really sweet thing that people can do but the one that i got was the three of swords yeah and i was like great and then my first pull with the deck was also the three of swords and i was like oh my god so this deck really does hate me but then every single time i've used it for myself it's exposed so much rawness mm-hmm. to me. And I think that that's kind of part of it. And I think that the more we've talked about the three of swords, like on this podcast, the more I've been comfortable with the idea of needing to kind of like excise those areas mm-hmm. of yourself and like cut open the parts that need to be exposed. And this deck does that for me. So it's not like a fluffy deck. Like I don't want to do a daily draw with right. it because it's brutal, <laughs> but for like really intense self work, it is exactly exactly the deck that I need to be using and I've been doing Patreon readings for people who have signed up for a certain level and above and typically I'll use Mermaid Tarot but the Mermaid Tarot got tired after a day of like a couple of readings doing it and I could just tell that the cards it was flipping up was for me so then I I usually I'll carry She-Wolf with me because I use the reading cloth with She-Wolf as a backdrop for our Patreon readings. And it's also a really solid box yes, yeah. that seems safe. Yeah. Like you can have this in a bag and the box well, won't get no, too No, it's dinged. really, yeah, really substa- like substantial box. So I like the reading I've done with it is usually really powerful. And for myself, if when I do readings with it, it always pops up Saturn. Like, because I'll keep drawing huh. cards and it's because I never listen to my own like readings I'll just keep drawing clarifiers they keep going and they're like no go back yeah, and listen to what you just said it. you know yeah. there's more important you know you need to go back and refocus and then, so it's really good I, I love, love that, that because like I'm always just one to kind of draw stuff and keep going and it's like no 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 you're not getting the concept you need to rethink it yeah, again you you're missing look, the yeah, point exactly here so those extra cards they're called the secret arcana are really nice and I guess actually when I did the reading for Frankie because I always think like this is something that I should use for my own sort of like hard stuff but when I did the reading for Frankie for Frankie it cuts to the point so so easily so I get why using it for another person would be nice but you would definitely have to feel comfortable enough with them to be like here's the hard stuff that's coming out now right yeah this is it's very (laughs) blunt which I appreciate because like sometimes you just need to be told frankly but sometimes it's like too blunt we're like hey you're poking me with your sword here can you stop it for a second so 
Yeah, seriously. And it's not even, like, I feel like I just always get, like, a lot of majors, yeah. almost. Like, it just seems, like, so big. Like, big life event right. to me, almost. Because I tried to use this for spirit guide stuff, and it was not having it. It was like, no, no, no. I'm not going to be boxing to spirit guide stuff. Like, no. It, yeah. it, like, protested. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, okay, fine. That's so funny. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's, like, I think that it's, like, a really good, very serious deck. Which is funny because it they sell it, like, at Goop and yeah. stuff. Like, it is widely available. Like, it's been in vogue and all of this stuff. And I think that, like, because of its sort of brutal nature, not in a bad way, it's just a little bit brutal, it would be hard for somebody who has never read tarot to be like, oh, this looks really cool, and then pick it up and have these kinds of experiences right, right, right. away. Right. Yeah, because it is very simple. <laughs> all right, so do we want to talk about favorite cards? How many did you end up with? Oh, I did, I counted, and then I forgot it. One, two, three, four, five. I have seven. I have six. Oh, good. Perfect. And I know we overlap already yeah, with, with the, the devil. devil. So I love the skull and the devil and the wings I think it's really like cool devil I also think it's awesome because it brings forth that superficiality about the devil like this is the only one where it's like full blown oh that's the other thing that we probably should have gotten given a content warning for there's so much pubic hair in this deck the the pubic hair on the devil card is very stylized so exactly and so I thought that that was like such an interesting choice because like it's the same woman for all three of the women on the Mm -hmm card and they all have like model bodies and really really stylized pubic yes, hair very. and it just like focuses on the superficiality of the devil and kind of like the focus on like looking a certain way and being a certain way outwardly yeah. and I think that that's really cool and feeling kind of constrained by that yeah and having that like mask on that the devil kind of presents like you're this is just a facade that's going on so I like that one yeah totally I really like that one um, just kind of just going not in any sort of order just whatever is on top the divine feminine and divine masculine i adore like just the divine feminine is gorgeous and i like the divine masculine because like it takes a lot of that power away from the the emperor sort of energy that we're kind of when we we always sort of struggle with yeah it's the emperor and the hierophant i think it's just the patriarchy so the divine masculine i really like (laughs) Um, so yeah, I like the reframing of those. Yeah. Especially like Divine Feminine too, because sometimes, especially in, like, I struggle, like, I'm not probably posted, but sometimes like within me, it's like hard to define what's feminine and like, you yeah. don't feel very feminine. And so it's kind of like, well, the Empress, I don't feel pregnant. I don't feel like... I'm this yeah. gorgeous blah blah. I like that it brings the meaning more open yeah. because everyone, I mean, if the idea is that like we all have aspects of the divine feminine and the divine masculine within us, like every single person, then having the divine feminine be the name of the card instead of the empress is like it removes some of that like fertility mm-hmm. stuff and brings forward just kind of like a more ambiguous. Right femininity yeah. which i kind of yeah. like so that's why i like it too because it kind of op- like you said opens those borders you don't feel like it to fit yeah. to a cer- certain ideal that the empress kind of has and so totally i like those and then i love the moon i don't know why i like the moon but i always like the moon but i think it's really cool like the <laughs> i i any sort of like bullhead i call like a bale because that's what in the bible bale was like the bull god that the israelites oh right, right, right is that how you pronounce ba- that yeah I, that's how i've always pronounced it ba- bale whatever i'm sure you're right i'm 100 sh- percent sure that your childhood church talked about that more than my childhood church so, did. so i just i just think it's interesting and it's like it's not even probably like the most beautiful moon card but it's the most like interesting and i find it really like compelling and interesting moon card yeah and then balance and the hermit because of the snakes the snakes are really cool so i'll 
I know that's why I'm so surprised you didn't choose the Ten of Swords. Well, I wanted to, but there's just it wasn't like on my top faves, like top like within reason faves, because I could probably do like eight cards on this deck so i, I know myself. i had so many to begin with and then but i did choose a ten of cups because i thought it was interesting that it's a mother breastfeeding and you don't see lots of i know i really liked that i really liked that sort of image of the ten of cups. even as a non-parent yeah. i thought that was cool yeah i thought that was really neat and it's like it's not even like a baby baby it's like an almost toddler weaning baby so i thought it was yeah really cool. so those are my favorites all right so beyond the devil i really loved the wheel of fortune oh yes or the, the wheel. wheel yeah i think that i love obviously i love the moon i I don't think that's a surprise to anyone about anything, but I like all the other planets kind of surrounding it. I just think that it's really neat. And then I also really liked the three of pentacles. I don't remember why I slept. Oh, because of her luxurious pubes. I think. Oh yes. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she does. She is. I just really like this. card. I think it's cool. And also like the idea of sort of the three of pentacles teamwork thing being about amplifying yourself, which is kind of like an imagery thing in the card is kind of cool because instead of it being like being part of a team minimizes you Mm -hmm. it's like being part of a team makes you even better i really love the ten of swords because these snakes are so pretty they are pretty snakes uh i also really loved the lovers because it's kind of i think that it uh, brings up the duality stuff more with like the darkness and the light within you so rather than it just being like simply love or whatever it's like about duality and choices and like knowing the darkness and the lightness within yourself and i think that that's really successfully illustrated in this and then i really liked the magician because it's just this like kind of a rorschach test almost rorschach whatever uh i think it's really interesting i think that it's cool how the result is that it looks like a giant uh orchid yes with the sun and the moon and then like the dark moon all around it and I just think that it's really pretty I love the colors on that card and it's just kind of neat and I think that's like kind of the thing for all of it is that generally the colors are cool like it would be so easy for the ten of swords ten of swords yeah yeah, to not match with everything because it's like one of the green cards and instead of having like a lot of people or symbols on it it's just snakes but for some reason it still feels like tonally appropriate yeah i think it just is a very the art of the deck is so well done like it's it's fluid and it goes so well together and so i think that just really it's really really pretty deck and the rose gold edges just make me so happy i know it's kind of like a show-off deck like i want people to see it it's so pretty yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right let's Pull cards for our relationship with the deck. Okay, please probably... don't be like read us on the podcast. Please don't read us on the podcast. We've already been read so much on this podcast that it does not matter. That's true. <laughs> There's nothing that we could say about I mean, ourselves. We got temperance that twice today, right in a row. How much better can we get? <laughs> no kidding. The only thing that I also would say is that the cards are a little bit big. They're slightly wider yes. than normal tarot decks. So it can, it's a little bit tricky to shuffle smoothly. Yeah. But the cardstock itself does allow for, for you shuffle to and riffle you, shuffle. Yeah, and you don't get cuts on your hands like Druidcraft normal mm-hmm. size. Yeah. <laughs> so for my relationship with the deck, I got the Ten of Cups. Oh, because I, I just pulled that one. I love it. And I got the Two of Wands, oh, which I also really yeah. like because I do feel like this deck helps me with planning. Yes, I think definitely like introspectively planning for yourself. Yeah. Looking forward. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thanks so much, She-Wolf Tarot. Oh, yeah. And it's on back order, but yeah, definitely try to find you, it. I mean, sources. you really can't find yeah. it elsewhere, or you can also order it through her site, and then she'll just send it to you I think Little Red Tarot may also have it. 
in the UK. Yeah, there's a, shop, something there's like some that. Australian one that has free shipping. It was like the first thing that popped up when I googled yeah. it. So there are there are definitely places to find it. Um, and I know we do a lot of like mass market decks but we each of us own quite a few indies and it's hard to decide to do indies because like mesquite for example right. if we ever did that people literally would not be able to get it so what's the point right of reviewing it but this one is one that is really well established and so it will be coming back yes. even if you have trouble finding yes, it now yes, yes. all right so next week we're going to talk about compendium of constellations Yay! which for us you longtime listeners have heard us talk about before uh, when we were Holistic Terror Agency, but we want to talk about it again because we use it so often and I just bought a second copy because I'm so committed to keeping this deck <laughs> alive forever. And forever. <laughs> alive forever, even though I use it constantly. Yeah. So we'll be talking about Compendium and I'm stoked. Yeah, I know. I love when we talk about Oracle decks. We don't, we don't talk about Me that Me too. Enough, so. Especially because we use Oracle decks so often so, so in much. our actual lives, but so rarely on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. I love it. All right. So that's our show. Don't forget to email us your questions. We'll take live questions or questions about tarot. And you can find all of our contact information at wildlytarot.com, um, including a form to submit questions with, and also an Amazon storefront of the decks, the mass market decks and books that we have reviewed on the podcast. So if you buy them through there, then you'll send us a couple pennies. Yeah. <laughs> also tell your friends about us and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps us grow and makes us super, super happy. So happy. You can also follow us on Instagram at Wildly Tarot Podcast for pictures of the decks we're using or join our Facebook community by searching Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook. Yeah. And we post bonus content on Patreon each week. We've released like three or four things in the past five days. So, so get on Patreon <laughs> if you want extra on. stuff. I th- we talked about spell jars last week. And yeah. So if you support us at the full level or higher, you can access almost all of it. We're at patreon.com slash Podcast. Yeah. And go forth and tarot wildly this so week, wild. you guys. Woo-hoo, summer solstice. <laughs> love you. We love you. Have a great day.